Hey guys, Shirley here. Natty and I want you guys to know that we are well aware of the outrage in the black community and the black culture as a whole. And releasing this episode is not an indication that we are insensitive to the outrage. We are most sensitive to it. It is affecting us just as it is affecting you. But we need time to process what we're feeling because it's been it's been a really difficult time for all of us and so we're going to go ahead and release today's episode because it was already pre-recorded but we'll be back to discuss the situation with George Floyd and all all the craziness that is America right now we'll be back to discuss those things and talk about how we're feeling about it and how you can try to make some sense of it I guess but yeah this is not an indication that we we're not brushing over what's happening to the black community right now we're not brushing over it at all we feel you we see you we hear you and we are right here with you guys welcome back welcome back welcome back and natty and i are so happy that you click play on the shades of strong podcast where we have the audacity the unmitigated gall to talk about all the things that shape make and sometimes break <laughs> the strong black woman y'all know that's what we do that's how we down i'm cheryl and on the other side of the mic or the other half of this audaciousness is my friend the incomparable natty hey girl what's up how you doing how are things in your world hey i'm hanging in there hanging, hanging in, in there, there. <laughs> another week another day another second all of that goodness yep 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 as we've been saying in previous episodes we hope that you guys are doing well during this COVID-19 situation, things are kind of sort of coming back to, I guess, if you want to call it normal. So we hope you guys are taking care of yourselves in that regard and getting rest and taking care of your family and your friends and all of that goodness. Today, we are going to be talking about forgiveness as it relates to our healing journey. But before we go there, we are asking you all to please follow us and engage with us on all social media platforms at Shades Are Strong. And to our new listeners, please be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications when we drop the awesomeness that is the Shades Are Strong podcast. Okay? Okay. So, Natty, here's the deal. I kind of wanted to start this out with a question because it's a question that I ponder often myself. And that question is, why is forgiving ourselves a lot harder than forgiving others? And have you had any had an experience where you had tr- where you were where you freely well not necessarily freely forgave but where you forgave an offender but then you found it a bit challenging to forgive yourself for a particular circumstance? Yeah, I have had in the past. I don't even want to say I've had in the past because I mean, I still struggle with this, but I have had issues 
or challenges with forgiving myself. And yeah, it is, it's already hard to forgive anyway. I don't really know why it's so hard, but it is really hard. It is a thing that I don't think it's like just a one and done. It's obviously just not a one and done. You might forgive someone and then things happen and you feel triggered again and then you have to forgive all over again. But I've noticed for me, forgiving myself is even harder. And I have definitely struggled with that. With certain things, it's been okay. And it's been something that I've been able to do fairly smoothly, I guess. But with other things, it definitely has not been smooth. There are some things, even now, I think that I still haven't really forgiven myself for fully. So yeah, it, it it's challenging. I don't really have any reasons as to why necessarily, but it is it is hard. It is hard. It's definitely harder for me to forgive myself than it is for me to forgive somebody else. I can say for me, it's because I find that what happens when I'm experiencing that is that there's always this voice in my head that mm. kind of makes me feel like I have to hold on to the anger and I have to hold on to the pain. I have to hold on to the unforgiveness for myself because it's my way of punishing myself for the horrible thing. Yeah. For our listeners, what I want to do is try to get us to a space where I don't know that it'll ever be easy, but maybe easier for us to forgive ourselves for some of our shortcomings. And I can say for me personally, I think that the thing that I, that I suffer the most with when it comes to forgiving myself is maybe things that I've said are done when it, when it comes to my children. Maybe mm -hmm. I've said something out of anger to them. And so it's hard yeah. for me to get to a space where I forgive myself for that. So th again, that's me saying, okay, you shouldn't have said this horrible thing to them. And so now I got to punish myself for that. I'm glad you brought that up about just things that we've done that we wish we could go back and not and undo or do differently, I would say, as far as mothering is concerned. And I think we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago about, yeah, we did. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago about having all this guilt, especially around our lives as mothers. And man, oh man, it's really, it's, it's a lot because the, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know in a moment. And so when I was a 23 year old mother, not even 23 year old mother, because when I was a 23 year old mother, my baby was a baby. So, but like when I was a 26 year old mother, when I was a 31-year-old mother, when I was a 35-year-old mother, there were things that I didn't know that I know now. And I've said so many times, like to other people and even to myself, you, you do the best you can and you, you just, you give yourself the grace that you can give yourself because you did the best you, you could at the time with what you, with the, the information and the skills and knowledge that you had at the time. So that's something that I do try and remind myself often 
because it's real. Like when you don't know a thing, you just don't know it. And when you make decisions and operate out of whatever knowledge you do have, and it turns out if you'd had this extra knowledge over here, you might've done differently. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to beat yourself up over it because you literally just did not know. We don't punish, we don't want to punish our children when they don't know how to do things when they're small. We just teach them. We just teach them how to do things, you know? And there are things that as adults, we still got to learn how to do. So I'm grateful that I'm at a place now where there's a lot more knowledge that I have, or maybe not even knowledge, but just wisdom through learned experiences and mistakes. And I just try and remind myself that a lot because that's really what life is. It's, a, it's just a series of learning things and, and you're going to fail and you're going to make mistakes and you're going you're gonna to fall down and then you just get up and you, you learn and then you do something a little different the next time. I think my, my prayer often nowadays is that when the time comes that my children can forgive me. And, and I'm saying that like, oh, I've done horrible things. No, I haven't done horrible, horrible things as a mom. But you know, you think, oh my gosh, if, again, like I didn't know back then what I know now. And now, you know, my, my kids are going to need therapy. Uh, and it's like, well, we probably all need therapy. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> my mom did this and my mom didn't do that and all this kind of stuff. So I guess I think, I, I just hope that they can they can see me not just as their mom, but they just see me as a fellow human being. And in light of that, they can say, I know my mom did the best that she could. Right. And as time went on, she got better and she, she got wiser. And I'm glad I have the relationship that I have with her. That's what my hope is. That's how I feel about my parents. And my parents made a lot more, I think a lot more mistakes with me than I feel like I have. I haven't made the same mistakes with my kids, at least not to the degree that my parents did. So if I, I feel like if I can look back and say that about my own parents and really, really wish that they were still here, hopefully my kids can, when they think about me when they're older, they can, they can see me through, through true through a very true and real lens and that that lens is colored with also a lot of compassion and just love. And hopefully they will know just how much I love them, even though, yeah, I made some, had some hiccups here and there, you know? I feel you when you say, when you say I've made some hiccups, cause I, I'm just going to keep it 100. I have made so many <laughs> hiccups when it, when it comes to come when it comes to parenting and have had to teach myself how to how to forgive for some of the things with my older son my older son my only son I have like raising him was so challenging because my ultimate goal was to teach him how to be a man I did a lot of things wrong. And even to this day, he's almost 30. I still find myself apologizing for parenting him a particular way, a, a way that did not honor the man that he, that he was born to be because I was so busy trying to teach him how to be a man that I, you know, I made a lot, I made a whole lot of mistakes. Like he and I, in his younger day, like we literally fought 
we didn't fight. You know, we we wrestled a bit. But it heads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I so I find myself often asking him for forgiveness for raising him in a way that did not honor him as a man and didn't honor mm-hmm. me as a parent. And so so yeah, it's challenging when you're a mom, particularly if you're a single mom because you're trying to get it right. And so the message that I, I want to to get out there is that we owe it to ourselves to forgive ourselves. But what I found in my own personal journey is that a lot of times when we're not able to forgive ourselves or we find it challenging to forgive ourselves, it's because we don't know exactly what we're forgiving ourselves for. Because I'm learning mm-hmm. even on my even on my healing journey that forgiveness requires specificity. That means you got to be specific about the thing that you are, that, that you need to forgive yourself for. And that's been challenging for me. Like it's taken a lot of soul searching. For instance, we'll just use, we'll just use my son. Like there were some things that, that I, you know, I did wrong. And so let me do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Because, and the reason why I want to do it this way is because I kind of want to paint a picture of it. And so when I was trying to forgive myself, like I said, I I can't even go into details of the things that I did wrong, but it's like you said, you don't know what you don't know. I did the best I could with the knowledge that I had at that time. Mm -hmm. As I began my healing journey, what I had to do, and I took Nala through this, through this activity as well. And the only reason I was able to take her through was because I had to go through it as well. And what I did was I, I asked her to draw a circle at the top of the circle to list like her morals, her values, her beliefs, and things that she hold to be true about herself, about God, and about life in general. And then at the bottom of the circle, I asked her to list the offense there. Then in the middle of the circle, I asked her to name everything. And this is what I had to do for myself to name everything relating to that offense that or that led up to that offense. For instance, maybe she was mad at me because I married a man that sexually abused her sister. And so I asked her to put that in there. When it comes to forgiveness, you have to be specific about the thing that you need forgiveness for. For instance, if you, for, for a parent, if you out of anger, your child got in trouble at school. Out of anger, you said some things and maybe even slapped your kid. In the middle of that circle would be anger, frustration. Those are things specifically that you need to forgive yourself for. So I think forgiveness requires specificity. And when we're not able to be specific about the thing that we need to forgive ourselves for, that's why we have trouble forgiving ourselves. In addition mm. to that voice in your head that's telling you you don't deserve forgiveness but if and what i found is that people are so quick to give other people grace but we will not give ourselves that same grace and what we have to realize is, is in that giving yourself grace is not about letting yourself off the hook for the offense it's more about giving yourself permission to find peace even when you feel like you don't yeah. deserve to have peace in your life. That's been my experience when it comes to, to forgiving myself. And let me tell you, honey, there have been, there have been some things that I, you know, that I've needed to forgive myself for. And it took, a, it took a while to get to that place where I could forgive myself. Man, that's, that's a really good point about being able to be specific 
Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that specificity, that might be part of why it's so hard. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I feel, I felt that when you said it. And I think maybe with some of us, part of the reason why we can't be specific is because deep down we know what the thing is and we really just don't want to face it because we've attached shame to it. I feel like that's probably the case with me, definitely. Because there are things that I feel ashamed of. And when you feel ashamed, we've talked about this with like the family secrets. When you feel shame, you don't want to talk about it ever with anybody, not even with yourself. So yeah, when you have that shame and you don't want to talk about it, well, there goes your specificity out the window. You can't name the thing. And we talked about with the feelings before about being able to name the feeling, being Mm -hmm. able to acknowledge and name it. We got to be able to acknowledge and name what we've done, but that's hard to do when we've already attached, when we've already attached shame to it. So maybe the first thing to do is to deal with the shame. And that goes back to the self-love and the, the self-acceptance, the, the, the remembering of the fact that regardless, you're still worthy of love and you're still worthy of your existence and you deserve to exist and you deserve to have good things happen in your life, all of that stuff. And then, because I feel like that's the stuff that is connected with shame. Like guilt is like, oh, what I did was wrong. But shame is like, oh, I'm wrong. Like guilt is like, what I did was bad. But shame is what is I'm bad. I myself am bad. So we have to deal with that and remember the truth of who we are. The truth is we aren't bad. What we did might have been wrong, but we as as human beings aren't wrong. Uh, by virtue of just existing, we aren't wrong. We're very much right. And we're very much worthy of existing. And then once the shame is is not connected to it, then we can actually say, and I, I feel like I, this is definitely true because the things that I have been able to forgive myself for are the things I no longer felt ashamed about because I was able mm-hmm. to finally name those things. Right. And I think that's so important. I can remember some years back, and I think you and you and I worked on this project together where we had the, the Bible study group. And I remember mm-hmm. a lady, a lady in that group, she had cheated on her husband and she was having trouble forgiving, forgiving herself for that. And so she reached out to me and she was like, What can I do? And it's the same thing you were saying, but there was so much shame attached to what she had done because she had betrayed her husband, her husband of so many years, mm-hmm. and she didn't know how to move past that shame. And then of course, you know, now she's she's carrying the shame for what she did to her husband, but she's also carrying the shame that it caused him as a result of that, because here you are in this right. relationship with this woman that, that, you know, supposed to love you. And I'm not saying she didn't love her husband, but with this woman that's supposed to love you and she, she's been unfaithful to you. So that caused him shame as well. So she was carrying around that shame and she was carrying around her shame as well. So even in the middle of that circle, you would have to put in that circle, I forgive myself for causing my spouse shame. 
that is being specific mm-hmm. about what mm-hmm. you need to forgive yourself for. I forgive myself for, I don't know if they had kids, I can't remember. I forgive myself for breaking up our family. Those are the things that you need to be specific about. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we can't get the forgiveness because we don't even know what we need to forgive ourselves for. And that takes work. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing. We, I think Natty and I say this every episode. <laughs> we have to be willing to do the work. And that's going to mean sitting down with yourself and doing the work. Mm-hmm. Like if you got if you have to literally pull out a piece of paper and draw yourself a circle, because I did it. <laughs> you and draw yourself a circle and go through this activity for each offense or each circumstance that you are still holding on to unforgiveness as it relates to yourself. And be specific about the thing that you need to forgive yourself. And then you need to, like, if, I would even put in there, what values did I abandon that led up to this? You need to forgive yourself for, for abandoning that. What what beliefs did I abandon? What What morals, you know, what lines did I cross that led me up to that? Those are the things, because there are layers to forgiveness. There are the things that led up to that that you need to forgive yourself. And then you need to forgive the people who were affected by the choice that you made. So all that stuff is piled in the middle of that circle. And I like to call it the mess. <laughs> that's where the mess is. Yeah, but, it is a mess. It's messy. But that's where the forgiveness and the healing is in the mess. And you have... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, girl. Shoot these hot flashes. Yeah, take your time. to me, Natty girl. <laughs> when, the, when the hot flashes hit me, it's like I get hot all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you because oh I know my as soon as you're ready, I'm going I'm to face that too. Girl, it's just funny. It's you're like, like oh, they girl, hit me flashes. out of nowhere and then I get hot and then this cough comes on. But anyway, <laughs> like I was Ooh, I saying, didn't even know a cough was connected to it. I girl, it was just hot. when oh I get super, when I get super hot, like when it hits me, like my neck and my back gets hot, and then I'll just start coughing when I get super hot. But anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, yeah, you were talking saying. about like forget, yeah, like, forgiveness comes in layers. And- so you forgive yourself. And the, then you got to forgive yourself for the people that you affected. And right. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So all that stuff is in the middle of the circle. Right. And so your mm-hmm. healing and your forgiveness is in the mess. And you have to go in, in the mess to get the forgiveness and the healing that you need. And you can't be afraid. You can't be. It's like Natty was saying. You can't be afraid to go into the mess. Like you can't be afraid to go in to the shame because in order to get the forgiveness for yourself you got to mm-hmm. release the shame in order to release the shame you got to go into the mess to get the shame yeah it's all about facing stuff isn't it you gotta it face is. it you have like, to face it. do i have to <laughs> you have to face like there is no way around it you you have there's no to way around to be, it oh. there's no way around it. you cannot be and i know i know it's easier said than done i'm not trying to be up here pretending oh, yeah. like i got my shit together because i don't i know it's easier said than done but at the end of the day you gotta go in there and pull it out and you 
got to deal with that stuff. That's the mm-hmm. only way you are going to be able to forgive yourself. And a lot of times we don't understand why we're walking around with this heavy, with these heavy feelings of sadness. And we can't get back to that place where we, you know, where we used to be happy, where we used to wake up happy every morning. And the reason why we can't get back there is because we have not forgiven ourselves. We think we have because we said, oh, I forgive myself mm-hmm. for um, cheating on my husband. But you got to go in and get all of that stuff in order to forgive him. It's just like if you accidentally slapped your child in a fit of rage because maybe they got expelled from school. You can't just say, oh, I forgive myself for slapping mm-hmm. my kid. You got you to gotta forgive yourself for the anger that led up to that slap. You got to forgive yourself for the rage that led up to that slap, the frustration and all of that stuff, the short patience. Those mm-hmm. are the things that you have to forgive yourself it's all connected and you can't forgive yourself from one without forgiving yourself for the other yeah yeah i think that's i think that's real yeah it's gotta gotta be it's gotta be a complete thing and like i was saying it 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 might it might pop up again and Mm -hmm. you might have to do it over again just like you have to do when you've forgiven someone else but then mm-hmm. some things happen and, and it triggers emotions in you that you felt when you hadn't forgiven them. And so you forgive right. them all over again. Right. I, I, I think that forgiveness, just like grief and just like healing in general, isn't always linear. It isn't exactly. always just a point A to point B and it's a straight line and once you've gotten from point A to point B in that very neat straight line, it's one and done and you're all good. I don't think that's the way it works. I think maybe sometimes it can work that way. Whereas I don't think healing ever really works that way. But with forgiveness, maybe if it's something that's not as uh, egregious or it's something a little simpler, yeah, you can go straight from point A to point B and it's no big deal. But forgiveness work can can sometimes behave a lot of in a lot of ways like grief it it just kind of shows up on its own terms it doesn't matter if it's convenient for you or not it's just gonna pop right in and be like hey what's up and then you you either acknowledge it and deal with it or you don't but it doesn't just go away and then once you've done it, it it you feel better and then like I said you know a few months down the line maybe it pops up again And I think also when it comes to forgiving ourselves, we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of that part of the nature of Uh forgiveness work Uh so that we are prepared. Once we have done the work of forgiving ourselves, we're prepared to face it again if it shows up again. Like, oh, I already forgave myself for this. This is showing up again, though. That means something is triggering me about whatever situation I'm in right now or whatever. But I am not going to go back and allow shame to reattach itself. I'm Mm going to sit here and I'm going to go back through whatever steps worked before or even new steps and, and acknowledge that, again, I'm worthy of love and grace and mercy and good things. I deserve that as much as anyone else on this planet. And I forgive myself again. And I think if we if we know ahead of time that it's a possibility that it's that we'll have to do this multiple times, uh-huh. um, 
if we know that and we're prepared for that, it'll that will also help it be help it to be a little bit easier. And at the end of the day, for in, in order for any healing to take place, forgiveness has to take place. That I mean, mm -hmm. there's there's it's I mean, it's all intertwined. In order to heal, you have to forgive. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive those you offended. Not forgive those you offended, but make it right with those you you offend. And you have to forgive those who offended you. But when you were talking, Daddy, I was reminded of in that same Bible st Bible study that we did years ago. I was reminded of remember we got this email from from a lady who who wanted to know if she had truly forgiven because her daughter was getting married and she um, yeah her daughter was getting married. Her parents had split up. Her daughter was getting married and her daughter wanted her mom and dad to go to dinner together but the man had been uh -huh. horribly abusive to this lady i mean like abuse i've never seen in my life he had been horribly abusive to her and so she wanted to know if she had truly forgiven him if she didn't want to go sit down and eat dinner with him and i think everybody right. i think everybody on the video chat that night agreed that you don't have to eat just because you don't want to sit down in his presence doesn't mean that you haven't forgiven him and so right. that, when you were talking talking that kind of reminded me because a lot of times we feel we expect forgiveness to look a certain way and it doesn't yeah. always look like that like for her she was like i love my daughter i want i want to go to her wedding but i cannot sit in the presence of of this man who did all these horrible things to me and so we all agreed that forgiveness doesn't look like that forgiveness doesn't i believe for me people say uh, you'll hear tons of people saying forgive and forget but for me i'm forgive and protect <laughs> and when i say protect yeah, yeah. that means that i'm going to protect my peace i'm going to protect my emotions i'm going to protect my well-being both mentally and emotionally you know and i'm gonna protect myself from going to jail just in case i want to put my hands around his neck you know so mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know so mm -hmm, i feel like if mm -hmm. we, we have to get to a point where we don't expect forgiveness to look a certain way because it's not going to always look the way we think it should look and we cannot allow what others believe and expect to dictate what forgiveness is for us because just like healing is an individual journey forgiveness is an individual journey as well yes there are certain steps that we all need to take to get there but how we get there is up to us individually and we need to remember that we cannot allow other other people to force their beliefs on us as to what forgiveness will, will look like yeah yeah uh and also i want to go back to what you were saying about instead of forgive and forget you forgive and protect because right. i think that was that's so good mm -hmm. we we've gotten it twisted like and i think with with those of us who are raised in church and everything we say forgive and forget because we're we're always thinking about um, when Jesus forgives us, it's like, as far as the East is from the West, that's how mm -hmm. far our sins mm -hmm. have been removed from us. And it's like, it never happened. Right. Well, I ain't so Jesus. We, let me just go on record others, 
No. Oh, yeah. Totally not. No, me, me neither. I strive to be as much like Christ as I can, but I'm also just human being. Exactly. Daddy. I so am not Jesus. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't forgive and forget. I forgive and remember. But I think what that means is that, yeah, especially like in a situation like that lady, you forgive and you protect your peace, like you said, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it also just means I still, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to have amnesia where this is concerned. I still remember. Right. It just means that I am not going to demonize you to other people and make and paint a picture of you to other people that portrays you as just the thing that you did. I think that's what that really means because all of us could be portrayed that way, right? Mm -hmm. So when our 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 offenses have been removed from us as far as the east is from the west that just means that when we are now presented to other people they're seeing us they're not seeing the thing that we did so for us individually like me talking to my daughter my my horrible horrible monster of a husband is still mm -hmm. that woman's father mm -hmm. so i'm not going to have conversations with her about her father and right. her as go. the thing that he did yes. to me. Yes. That's what forgive and forget means. It doesn't mean that now that I've forgiven you, you and I are cool and I'm gonna go sit and break bread with you because you really harmed me uh -huh. and you're abusive. You were abusive uh -huh. to me. And so uh -huh. I'm gonna protect myself and not allow myself to be abused by you you again but since i know that you have never done that to her and she, you are part of her mm -hmm. i'm not going to shame you to her i'm going to allow her to have her own relationship with you and form her own conclusions about you i think that's what that means and we've never quite gotten it we've never quite understood it right absolutely and i think too just to piggyback off that is that when you say forget forget and remember here's the deal if you forget and if you forgive and forget then you then you um you forget the lessons that came from that you forget that somebody did this horrible thing to you and when you forget it then that means that you may end up in that situation again they could do it again he could yeah. do it again because you don't remember so you, we, we're, we're, you have you have to forgive and remember you don't forget the lesson that that was learned like there were lessons from that you know so you you have to forgive it to you have to forgive and remember in order to pull the lessons from it and you have to forgive and remember so that you don't repeat the same thing or so that that yeah. thing doesn't happen to you again so you, so, you, yeah, forgive you and can protect yeah you can you can remember and protect yourself and still allow other individuals to have their own experience and and lessons and draw their own conclusions about a person because you're whatever you are relaying to them isn't making that person the thing that they did to you unless it's relevant to their experience um mm -hmm. It's just like with people, you know, like say if you have a loved one who went to jail and they, you know, they did, they went to jail for drugs or whatever, and they're your loved one and you know them and, and they love you and you love them. 
and they come out of jail. They've done their time, right? Mm-hmm. So in a in a in a situation like that, do you want do you want them to go through the rest of their life not being able to get a job, not being able to rent an apartment, not being able to do the thing because all these other people, all they see is the fact that they went to jail for drugs? No, of course mm-hmm. not. You want them to be able to be presented to other people as themselves, not just as the thing that they did. I really think that's what the, the forgive and forget means. It doesn't mean that you just, oh, well, yeah, like we said, it doesn't mean you have amnesia. Doesn't mean that you right. open yourself up to harm again. It just means that that thing that we have between us that I've done my forgiveness work on, I'm not gonna lead with that whenever exactly. I speak with someone else about you. Cause I wouldn't want you to lead with that, you know, with whatever I did, you know? That's all that means. And now I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what it means. I agree. I agree with you. And I think it also means that I'm not going to throw it up to you every time I see you. I've forgiven you. Right. I've moved moved past it. Now, on that same note, it also means that when you're trying to forgive yourself, you're not going to keep throwing that same thing up to yourself. Now, when you're forgiving yourself, you've got to forgive yourself for And you do like Jesus did. We're going to do like Jesus did. Throw it into the sea of forgetfulness. Like, and again, when we say mm-hmm. forget, we're not saying you're you're forgetting that the, the the thing happened. We're saying that we're not going to keep bringing it up. That's where bringing forgetting. It up. That's where forgetting comes in. It's not about forgetting yeah, that. That's what it. Happened. Yeah. It's about It's about committing to to not hang it over your head. Whatever you did, right, I'm not going to continue right, to hang that over my right. head. And whatever your offender did to you, I'm not going to continue to hang it over their head. Now, am I going to let him or her back into my space? Probably not. But I'm not going to bring it up every time I see them. Which brings me to my next question along those, those same lines. Like, how do you know when you have forgiven, forgiving yourself or even forgiving an offender? Like, how do you know? that you have truly forgiven. Like this lady was saying, I'm not sure I forgive him because I don't want to be in his presence. Have I forgiven this man if I can't be in his presence? How do you know when you're forgiving? Well, I think the answer is definitely yes. Yeah, you can, you, can definitely, you can definitely have forgiven that man and not want to be in his presence because like you said, you're protecting your peace. Right. You're, you're protecting your person. For forgiving ourselves, how do we know well, it goes back to a, do we feel shame anymore attached to it? Mm-hmm. If we don't, then we've probably forgiven ourselves. Can we name it? Can we actually mm-hmm. speak it out? If we can, then we probably have forgiven ourselves. This is something for me specifically. Can we look at, can we, can we look at ourselves in the mirror again and mm-hmm. really feel that love toward ourselves? Yeah. If we can, then we probably have forgiven ourselves. And like you said a few couple of minutes ago, um, not bringing it back up. Mm-hmm. Can we, are, are we, are we not, are we, are we still bringing up the thing that we did over and over and over again? If not, if that thing really is in the sea of forgetfulness and we don't lead with that when we relate to ourselves about mm-hmm. ourselves, then mm-hmm. yeah, we have forgiven ourselves. Because then it really is, it's like it never happened. Right. 
And I think also is, I can say for myself is when it doesn't hurt anymore to think about it doesn't bring me any type of emotional pain. Like I can think about it and look at the lesson in it rather than constantly beating myself up about it. So for me, oh yeah, I know that I've forgiven an individual or I've forgiven myself when I can think about that thing and it doesn't cause me pain. Like I can look at it and say, okay, that happened. Yeah. This is what I learned from it. It's no longer causing me any type of emotional pain. I think that's when we know that we've forgiven ourselves and when we've forgiven someone who's offended us. So yeah. Yeah. I think that that part, that part that you said right there, that's attached to the shame. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. that's we hurt when we feel ashamed like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, right. that's definitely a big, right. big thing. If we have that emotional pain still there, that means there's still some shame. There's there. still some shame there. Exactly. Yes. At the end of the day, nobody, 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 nobody can beat us up better than we beat ourselves up. And that's real. And so as we get ready to close it out, I want to encourage our listeners to stop beating yourself up about things that you've done and forgive yourself from from these things use use that circle that square if you want to use a square use a square but really dig deep and get the forgiveness that you need to move past that circumstance and don't allow other people to tell you what forgiveness is going to look like for you because it's not going to look the same for you as it looks for me it's not going to look the same for natty as it looks for me it's going to look different different for all of us healing is an individual journey forgiveness is an individual journey do you have any closing words natty poop yeah when you said the thing about oh my gosh my ooh, this wasn't a hot flash but i do have my thoughts just kind of fly out of my head and then i have to go (laughs) running down the street to catch them before i forget where they were wait give me just like five (laughs) seconds holy crap i hate that i hate it when it happens oh my god i hate that oh my god you said a thing and I was like, yes. And I was gonna say a thing that was related to that thing. Oh my gosh, I hate that. I'm trying to rewind, 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 rewind. Say, say that thing that you said again. What at did the I end say? There? Nobody beats us up better than we beat ourselves up? Yes. Thank Is you so it? much. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> The whole thing about beating ourselves up. Oh my gosh, I felt like I had like a, a eureka moment when you said that. Like mm-hmm. our whole, the whole idea is for us to feel better, right? And not right. feel so bad. So we can't possibly make ourselves feel better or feel less pain by heaping more pain onto ourselves. Exactly. Say that. Yes. Yes. That is so true. I think when we, when we get to a place where we can step outside of ourselves for a moment to just look at the thing that we're doing to ourselves because of the thing, we can mm-hmm. forgive ourselves for it. Because if you can actually step outside of yourself and see yourself heaping hot coal on your head because of a thing that you did several years ago, if you can step outside of yourself and see yourself hurting yourself, would you stop it then? Would you stop it? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If we if we could I actually definitely would. Because I don't face. like seeing people get hurt like that. <laughs> exactly. 
So maybe yeah. so that's practice like step outside of yourself, honey. You can visualize that. Step outside of yourself and look at the pain that you're causing yourself because you maybe made made a bad choice or whatever the circumstance may be. Nobody can treat us as badly as we treat ourselves and we have to do better with that. So as we begin to wrap it up, if you guys need additional information into how to forgive yourself, or even if you just want to chat it it up a bit, hit us up. Um, You can leave us a voicemail send us an email and say, Hey, can we hop on a call for a minute? I'm open to that, you know, to hop on a call and see if we can talk it out. Mm-hmm. Just, just whatever you need, because we're here to support you. So by all means, do your work <laughs> and forgive mm-hmm. yourself. Give yourself the same grace that you give other people. And when I, when I often think about grace, I think about the grace that I give my children because I give them a lot of grace. So I give myself, I try to give myself the same grace that I give my children. So yeah, give yourself some grace. Get the forgiveness that that you need. Anything else, Natty, before we get on out of here? Nothing, just to forgiveness. That's right. Imagine me holding up a glass. (laughs) To forgiveness. (laughs) (laughs) Glass of red wine, yes. something we'll drink i, I will to that. drink heartily to that to forgiveness yes. we will drink to forgiveness forgiveness for yourself and forgiveness for those who have offended you all right guys we are going to get out of here thank you so much once again for tuning in be sure to follow us and engage with us on all social media platforms where shades are strong everywhere website is shades to our new subscribe to our new listeners be sure to su- be sure to subscribe so you can get notifications when we drop new episodes. We appreciate you guys for hanging in here with us. Thank you for your love and your kindness and your support. And we are out. Bye. Bye.